Welcome, everyone, Bez Hashem. We are learning Shabbos Daf Beis. This tremendous simcha that we start a new Masechta. Mazdav to all those who are Messiah and Brachas. And we have a tefillah to begin with to ask Hosh Baruch Hu that we should all be Messiah together in approximately a year from now. Omer day is a year's limud with Masechta Shabbos. We're going to begin the first Mishnah, and the first, we're going to learn the Mishnah on Beis Amad Aleph, as well as to learn Beis Amad Beis as well, even though it's an Amad share, but we want to see the, the blot today. And we're going to begin with Hakdama, but a couple of things I want to point out beforehand. Number one, it's not by coincidence that the parsha we laned yesterday on Shabbos was Pasha's Truma, the building of the Mishkan. Because the first thing of the introduction we have to know is that there is no one pasuk or psukin that tells us what is also to do on Shabbos. How do we know what is also to do on Shabbos? The fire. 39 malachas? I'm sorry? It's about fire. Well, okay, fine, but that's only fire. Fire, we get to that. There are no, no pasuk that talks about the 39 malachas. The 39, I'll tell you, the 39 malachas are learned from the juxtaposition of the building of the Mishkan and and Shabbos. The juxtaposition, the psukim that are next to each other, that say, uh, I talk about Shabbos, and then the building of the Mishkan, whatever is done to build the Mishkan, that's what you cannot do in Shabbos. As Rav Nachum was alluding to, there is a pasuk about fire, which is important, and we'll discuss that later on, and not today. And there are two psukim, in fact, about carrying. Okay? Besides for that, besides for that, there are no psukim about planting, about plowing, about the whole processes of the 39 malachas, which the Mishnah put in the memory bank as Ayin Gimel, Amad Aleph in the bottom. That's the Mishnah in Klal Gadol about the 39 of us malachas. Now, before we go further, I've heard a few people introduce Shabbos in the following way, and I'd like to do the same as well. Brachas, Chazal, knew what they were doing, of course, when they introduced everyone to Shas in an easy way. By learning brachas. Brachas is a mesechta with a lot of stories, a lot of musr. And the way I heard it said over, it can be likened to a chasana and kala who are engaged, and they're in the engagement period, and that's like the limit of brachas. Life's great, life's wonderful, then, after the chasna, you start real life. That's Shabbos now. Life is also great when you're married, but Lamaisa, you know, you gotta take care of the babies, and you gotta wake up three o'clock in the morning, and you gotta change the diapers, and you got everything like this. Baruch Hashem, that's real life. The Gemara, we're about to begin, and the, the purpose of Gemara is Mamish to be toiling over it. So that was, that was the way I heard it over, said over. It's a very nice mahalach. And with that mindset, you, you, you get ready yourself, you roll up your sleeves, get ready to work. Now, we're going to start with the sugya of carrying. And it is actually the last of the 39 Avas Molochus. If you look in the Mishnah, it is the last of the 39 Molochus. And the Rishonim asked the question, why are we starting? Taisus over here discusses it. Why are we starting the Masechta with carrying? 
How does that, how does that fall in? Turns you start with the first act of work, of planting, right? So you have to plow, you have to first do all those types of things. So there are a few answers given. One of the answers given, this very important answer, is that carrying from Rishus to Rishus, which we'll start with in the, shortly, is a Malacha Gerua. What is the Malacha Gerua? Malacha Gerua, anybody? Malacha Gerua? Is a weak Malacha. Okay, it's a weak Malacha. 99.9% of Malachas are when you take something, you take a raw piece of meat, and you cook it, now it's edible. You changed the meat. It was not edible, now it's edible. Okay? When you carry one and one item, we put a little pin in your pocket. You know the, the little the little uh, sticker from the from the cleaners, right? It's right before Shabbos. Oh, you put on your shoes from the clean your, your shoes from the cleaners. You take it off. You, you quickly don't realize you put it in your pocket, and then you go out on Shabbos. It's like you said before the shear. You can't put your don't put your glasses in your jacket pocket. Don't in any pocket. Don't put it in your pocket. Now. Since it's a Mlacha Grua, the item the glasses aren't changing. The little piece of paper from the cleaners is not changing. There's no creative act. That's why it's called a Mlacha Grua. Yet, it's the same violation of, of the Raisa, which carries with it. If it's done, bemazed intentionally with witnesses, Chayv Skila. What is Skila? A person is pushed off a two-story cliff. You say, well, what did I do? What did I do so wrong? What did I do so wrong? Like, like, give me a break already. Did I hurt anybody? I flipped the light switch on and off. What did I do already? And the answer is, a person violated, it's called, it is called the creative act of carrying to the point where he is violating the, the mitzvah Shabbos. He's Mechal Shabbos. And that person is Mechal Shabbos. Okay? If he does it with that, that witness is, is, is Kores, if he does B'Shoigeg, is Chay V'Chatos. Still furthermore, in regards to the introduction, which we need to know before we start this mission, is as follows. When we say the word chayiv, generally speaking by default, chayiv on Shabbos means here, chayiv to bring a karmachatas. Okay? When we say the word potter, potter is a very unique potter here. And a lot of you might know this already. Potter means potter aval oser. Generally speaking, of course, the exception to the rules can be right here in our Mishnah. But generally speaking, when you say potter, potter means... Potter from bringing a chatas, a carbon, but you still violated a dirabanan. Potter avul asr midrabanan. It's forbidden rabbinically. Is that clear? Yes? Good. Fine. Now, we're about to start this Mishnah here, but before we do that, I want to share with you one more point. In order to transgress, if a person would be transgressing the isr of haitzah, Going from one rishus, one domain, to another domain. A rishus ayachid, there are four domains. Two deraisa, two derabanan. The two deraisa, rishus ayachid, a private area. Rishus arabim, a public area. What defines a public area and private area? We'll get to these halachas. In order, and there are two derabanan, a karmelis and makam patur. In order for a person to violate a halacha of an iser, of carrying, that means he has to do an akira, which means like this. He uproots, he picks something up. From where he is, he has to do a hanach and he has to put it down in a different location. So you pick up from Rishus Hayachid and you put down in Rishus Arabim. Our Mishnah will begin talking about an Ani and a Balabayas. Right? Taishis talks about an Ani and an Asher, same case. Okay? And 
the Rishonim, I believe it's the Raman Pesha Mishnah, explains why we're talking about an onion and a balabais. He says because instead of saying every single time, the one who is standing in Rishus Ayachid, or the one who is standing <coughs> in Rishus Arabim, because we're going to be repeating these cases, we make it very simple. Mishnah is written to be in a very concise form. So that's why we have an onion and the balabais. The Rav, the Ravadim Batanura, he says in the Mishnayis, he says the reason why we talk about an onion balabais, because don't think, don't make a mistake and think that you could give staka when he needs it to violate Shabbos. No, you can't violate Shabbos. The onion needs a food, he cannot violate Shabbos by giving the food. You come in and eat with you, that's a different story. But you cannot violate Shabbos to do a mitzvah. There's one more question I want to ask you before I begin. I know I think I said that the third time already, before I begin. Okay. What is the sugya? <clears throat> Not just in Shabbos, in all of Shas. And I ask this question to people who will learn and that they know a lot. And I myself would get it wrong if I would if I would be asked the question. I haven't have learned it. That's why I read it and I saw it. What is the one topic in Shas that is discussed the most? That is discussed the most. Okay. So the answers that were given to me, Tuma, Tahara, Breira, this, that, and the Sugya that's discussed the most is Hoitsa. Going out from one Rishus to another Rishus. That's the number one. Who, who, who says this? So in Rabbi Ribiyat's 39 of his Malachas, he says this over, and if you look in this note, <coughs> look in the footnote, he says he was told this by Rabbi Yisrael Belsky Zetzal. So I said this over to somebody in town over here, and he says, really? Wow, that's very surprising. I, said, I told him where I saw it from. He says, he says from Rabbi Sol Belsky, who finished Shas when he was a bacher, I, I'm, I'm going to accept what he says. <laughs> okay, he, he, he finished Shas a few times <laughs> in his lifetime. So we're saying this to mechazek ourselves, the importance of this limud of, of Haitzah, and without further ado, we begin. This was, by the way, a very shortened version of an introduction. There's definitely much more really to introduce. Says the Mishnah. The Mishnah begins with a title. The title is as follows. Yitzhiyah The carrying out, going from one Rishos to another Rishos, which is forbidden to do on Shabbos, are Shtayim, two that are also Midoraiso, Shehein Arba, that are four, because there are two that are awesome the Rabbana. So the Mishnah reads, Yitzhiyah Zashah v'shtayim shahin arba b'fnim, v'shtayim shahin arba b'chutz. Which means, there are two cases of a person violating Shabbos when he is doing this violation, the Raisa, and another two cases where the violation is a the Rabbana. And there are not, there, that's when he's Bifnim, Bifnim means Rishus Hayachid, and Bachutz means is Rishus Arabim. So let's do the quick math. Two and two is four. That's Shtaim Shahin Arba. And two and two is four. That's another four. That's eight. That we're going to need to know. Remember that for tomorrow. Now, a very important halacha in Hilchus Shabbos. Shnaim Shuasu is Potter. Two people that do a work an act of malacha that can be done by one person. Their potter means what? Potter aval aser. Potter from Miriachatas, but aser still midrabanan still. 
So that is going to be a very important fact in halacha, which we need to know in regards to our Mishnah over here. Because the Mishnah is an introduction to the Mishnah that we're learning now, is going to tell us about a case of a person, now he's going to explain, the person is going to pick up something and put something down. When one person picks up Akira and then puts down Hanacha, that's an Isidoraisa. Picks up one domain, one Rishus, and puts down another one, that's an Isidoraisa. Or, takes out from one Rishus and puts down another Rishus, that's another Isidoraisa. Okay? What happens if the Ani, it was, where's the Ani? Where, which domain is he in? Outside. Is outside. Because the Balabai says the one opened the door. He got a knock on the door. Okay? The Ani, what happens if he puts, picks up a basket and the Balabai takes the basket to put food in? So the Ani did what? He did the Akira. What did Balabais do? He did the Hanacha. So each one only did Chatsi Malacha. So that's a Potter of Allah. That's the Shtayim. That's the two that are also the Rabbanim. Okay? Now let's read the, this Mishnah again like this. Now Now we have a little understand what's going on. Yitzhiya Sashabbos. From the beginning. Yitzhiya Sashabbos. Are Shtayim. Shein Abra Bifnim. Are two. The Raisa. That are. Picking up Akira and Hanacha. Yitzhiya Sashabbos. Shtayim. Shein Abra Bifnim. There are two. The Rabbanim as well. Shtayim. Shein Abra Bachutz. Because starting from the outside. What is the case? Now, the Mishnah explains. Ketzad. <coughs> what is the Isra the Raisa? That is also. Ha'ani o'yimid b'chutz. The Ani is outside. In Rishus HaRatim. Well, the Balabayis is bifnim. The Balabayis is inside. In Rishus HaYochid. Pashet ha'ani es yodoy lifnim. The Ani takes his hand out. Es yodoy rather in. Lifnim. V'nasim l'soich yodoy shabalabayis. And he puts into the hand of the Balabais. So the Balabais is standing there. He knocks on the door. Imagine the scene. It's Shabbos. He knocks on the door. Someone, you open the door, and someone puts a basket in your hand. Why does he put a basket in your hand? Because he wants you to put something in the basket. He wants you to put food in the basket. The Oni is Chayiv, different Karmachatas. He did Nakiro and Hanacha by putting into you into your arms. Okay? What are you? What are you, Chayivan? Pater legamre. Pater legamre. You, you did absolutely nothing. Zero. Nothing. Not even the Rabbanan. You did nothing. You see that? You did nothing. Why? The Pater over here, as Rashi says, is that you did nothing. You, you, oh, you, 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 accept, accept, you, you didn't accept anything. You were there as a goyim. You just stood there. He, it's like you put it down on the table. If you open the door and you're five feet away from the Ani and he puts it down, the basket, on your on your uh, end table over there. You didn't, you didn't do anything wrong. Here also, you didn't take from So the pot here by the Balabai says pot legami. This is the exception to the rule, by the way. We said earlier pot is pot of Al-Asr. In this case, it's pot legami. Totally pot the mission continues. Or, he was poshet yodoy, empty. He put his empty hand inside, and he took from you. He took from the balabais, and he took out. So in this case, Ha'oni is chayev, balabais potter. 
The balabai, the ani, here the second case, the ani takes his empty hand, he takes, you're holding a chala. Why? Because you just, just made, it just made a moitzi. So you're holding chala in your hand, the ani knocks on your door, you go to answer the door, he puts his hand inside and he pulls it out. He does the akira from Rishus Hayachid, and he does the anach in Rishus Harabim. The ani is chayel chatas, and balabai is his potter, Totally exempt. Now, next case. Portion Balabais is Yodoy Balabais puts his hand out. Lachutz, outside. And he puts his hand inside. He puts inside the hand of the Ani. Okay. The he himself, the Balabais, does the Molacha Shlema, the complete act of Hoitsa'ah. Oi, Shinata al or he takes from the, the, the Balabais, puts his hand outside, and he takes the basket from the Ani. And he brings the basket inside. Balabais Chayiv Ani Potter. Balabais is Chayiv, and the Ani is Potter. He's going at the same exact case, but reversed. Okay? Same exact case, but reversed. Let's finish the Mishnah. Those are the cases of Yechayv Doraisa. Now, what we're about to learn now is a part of the Mishnah Yechayv Dorabana. Pasha, the Oni is Yodai If the Oni puts his hand from outside Rishus Arabim, inside Rishus Ayachid. The Nato Balabais Mitoich and the Balabais takes from the Oni. Or, Shenosan Lusaycha. Or the Ani sticks his hand inside with an empty hand, and the Balabai is put inside to the hand of the Ani, Vahitsi, and the Ani takes out. So once again, the Ani puts an empty hand in the house, and the Balabai is puts a chal in his hand. And, he, and, then, and then the Ani pulls it back out. In that case, Shnei and Peturin, they're both exempt. Exempt from what? From a Karmachatas. But they both violated Isidur Abanan. Because they both did Chatsi Malacha. They both did have the malacha. Why are they not both chayev to bring karmachatas? Because we said shnaim shesu is potter. Two people are doing the same act. One act is potter. Avalaser. The last case of the Mishnah. Poshe balabayis as yodoi lechutz. Balabayis takes his hand, and when he has an item in his hand, he has a chal in his hand, and he puts it outside. So what did balabayis do? He did the akira. And then the Ani takes it from the Balabais. Or, or in another case, Or the Balabais, who was Pashat Balabais as Yodri, he put out his empty hand to the Ani. And then the Ani puts in the hand of the Balabais, and the Balabais brings it back. Like, let's say, brings a basket back. Shnei Beturin, this case also, they are exempt from a Karmachatos because they did not do Molochah Shleima. Now, there is a question that might be brewing, and I want to address your question. Taisus asked the following question. What is the difference between the first case and the second case? That we have to mention... We know Mishnayis are written to be a very short, 
succinct, straight to the point. So, why is there a seemingly repetition of what's going on over here in the case? You hear the question? It's like, what, we, we didn't learn anything new. It's just one case to Ani, one case to Asher, the Balabais. In, in the first two cases, both the Raisa. The first two cases, both the Raisa. No, so, so I'm, I'm asking, let's say in the case of the Daraisa. In the case where the Ani does the entire act of the Malacha. He does the Akira and the Hanacha. Or the Balabais does the entire act of the Akira and the Hanacha. Why do we need to say both cases in the Mishnah? Just say the case of the Ani. Or just say the case of the Asher, the Balabais. Of both the Raisas. There's, there's nothing we learn any different. You hear the question? Okay. No, but in, in both in both case in both cases we have the onion accepting giving and we have the balabites accepting and giving. It's it's literally repeated. Okay, and if this is bothering you, good because you mechan the taisus kasha. So taisus says right here in the omit. Taisus says that what did we say in the hakdama? We said that hoitzah is a malacha gerua, which means. It's a weak malacha that that you're not changing the item. As opposed to other malachas, you're changing something. Therefore, says Taisis, we cannot make the basic assumption, say, oh, going in and going out, there's no difference. Because the mere fact of the malacha itself is to some degree a chiddish. What did I do? I went out from my house, I went... One step outside carrying the item. From Yachid to Rabin. I just violated and this is the right. So what did I do? I didn't do anything. So because it's a Molochah Grua of such a degree, we can't make any Limudim and say, oh, it's the same, of course. In and out and out and in is all the same. That's why the Mishnah has to tell us both cases. You hear that? The, the Mishnah has to specify that. I, I think I think when we we hear this taisvis and the kash and the teretz, it helps helps us appreciate really what this malacha grew is to what degree. Rabbi, isn't it going to be the later that we have four amas and rishus rabim? Okay, is also you're you're carrying. So now there's four amas and rishus ayochid is nothing, right? And you could carry rishus ayochid as much as you want. <coughs> so isn't that going to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, rishus ayochid, no question about it. You could do akira enough the whole day in rishus ayochid. Um, and, and we're going to learn um, another aspect of Haitzah is when one carries a, what you're referring to believe is more than Dalar Amis in Rosh Hashanah, right? Right. If you carry more than Dalar Amis in Rosh Hashanah, that's also a violation, right? One of the worst things a person should not do when he realizes that he has something in his pocket, which is what we usually do, is we stop. <laughs> Why should you not stop? Because in light of what we just learned like this, you had something in your pocket. You didn't realize it. You left your house. So you're leaving your house is your Akira. Now, when you stop in Rosh Hashanah, if there is a Rosh Hashanah today, but in the Cardinalists, right? So when you stop outside, so you make your Hanukkah. So what you should really try to do, which we'll get to later, is you should try to drop it out of your pocket, unlike the Mok and Pator, in the mailbox or the fire engine, something like that. Okay, let's go. Let's start the Gemara now, Rabbi Isaac. Okay. So, before we see the Gemara, one point to help us understand the Gemara is the first, what I called, topic of the Mishnah. And the Mishnah said, Yitzir's HaShavis are Shtayim Shehin Ara Bifnim 
The key words we're going to be focusing on now are Bifnim and Bachutz. Okay? Bifnim means Rishus Hayachid. Bachutz means Rishus Aradim. Tanan Hasam. We learned over there in the Mishnah in Shuas. Where is the Mishnah in Shuas? Just like we are on Shabbos, Bezim and Aleph, the Mishnah in Shuas is on Bezim and Aleph. Okay? That's exactly where it is. What does the Mishnah say over there in Shuas? Tanan Hasam. Shuas. That a person who makes a Shuas that would be transgressing and have to bring a carbon oil of a yoyrid. What's a carbon oil of a yoyrid? Carbon oil of a yoyrid is a carbon that a person gives according to his financial status. If he is wealthy or gives a carbon oil, if he's not, then he gives a carbon yoyrid. Shtayim are two that are explicitly written in the Torah. Two psukim that are explicitly written in the Torah. Shehin arba that are another two psukim that are learned out from a reboy, from an additional, from Sukkim. Okay? Now, so the first Mishnah in Shuas tells us that Shuas are Shtaim Shein Arba. Then the Mishnah says further, continues and tells us, Yediyos Hatuma. Are Shtaim Shehin Arba are also two that are four. Now, a person will have to bring a carbon, oil of once again, because of Tome, of Tuma, impurity. Why would he have to bring it? Let's say he does something that violates his status. For example, he doesn't realize where he's walking, and he walks into the base of Migdash when he's Tome. You say, how can a person not realize? Okay, he didn't realize, he's human. In, in the different examples of what he did wrong, the Mishnah says, Ashtayim, Idiyas Hatumah, Ashtayim, Shein Arba. Now, the next part of the Mishnah is why our Gemara brings the Mishnah in Shvuas. But first, it clarifies like this. Maris Negoyim, the Mara means the visual nega plague that makes a person Tomei of Tsaras, are Shnaim, that are explicitly mentioned in the Pasuk, Seis and Beheris, Seis and Beheris, different colors, Shehein Arba, which are carried with them another two as well, okay? Two and two is four, with a total of four. And the second two are learned out from the Reboi the Psukim. Reboi Psukim means from the extra Psukim, <clears throat> which are Sapachas, Okay, this is all by the Negoi. So that's Shnaim Shein Arba. Yitzios, the Mishnah says further in Shuas, Yitzios HaShabbos are Shtaim Shehein Arba. The Mishnah says over there in Shuas, they are going out of one domain to another domain, the person violates are Shnaim Shein Arba. So far, we just quoted the Mishnah in Shuas. Now the Gemara asks a question. What's the reason over here by us in Shabbos? The Tani that we learned Yitzias and Shabbos Shtaim Shein Arba. What's the key word here? Bifnim. Our Mishnah says Bifnim. Ushtaim Shein Arba. What's the key word? Bachutz. My Hasam. But what's the reason over there? 
when the Mishnah in Shvuiz that is bringing down <coughs> other examples of scenarios of Shnaim Shnaim Shem Arba, it doesn't say Bifnei Mavachutz. That is the Gemara's question from Shabbos to Shvuiz. Okay, we all have the question. Good. So the Gemara answers as follows. Hacha, by Misach Shabbos, our Gemara, the Iker Shabbos. What's our topic? What's our conversation about? Hilcho Shabbos. So that's why Tani Avos, Tani Tolvos. That's why we mention the Avos Molachos, Shtayim, Shehin Arba. Arba are the two are the Tolvos also. Okay. Okay, the 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 Tani Avos and Toldois. Okay, the Lav Hasam, the Lav Abisu over there by the case of Shuis, the Mishnah Shuis and Beis Aleph. Is that focus over there about Shabbos? Absolutely not. Therefore, Avos Tani, excuse me, Avos Tani Toldois Loi Tani. It mentions the Avos. It doesn't mention the Toldois. Doesn't have to mention the Hachnasos. Now. The, what the Gemara is answering is that where it's a situation of the main point, you elaborate. Shabbos, we're here for the Shabbos, Allahus, so that's why we discuss Bifnim Bachutz. Over there, in Shuiz, that's not the main point, so we we'll discuss Bifnim Bachutz. Something we forgot to mention in the Hagdama, not we, I forgot, is, is that by Shabbos, you have Oz Malachas, which were done in the Mishkan, and the word told, the word told us generally means is that there, it's a, a malacha that was not done in the Mishkan, but it's similar to the Abmalacha. Okay, fine. Let's go right Let's finish the Amit here now. Okay? I want to point something else out also, <coughs> that the last blot, I believe, last blot of Brachus, I think I was, I heard, had it 700 plus words. Here in Shabbos, is 100 plus words. Okay? <laughs> See the contrast between Brachus and Shabbos. But the content is a heavier, for the most part, content than over there. Fine. So why is the question now? So we just answered the reason why in Shuas it doesn't say Bifnim Bechutz is because we're not focusing on Shabbos by Shuas. Over here we're focusing on Shabbos, so we say Bifnim Bechutz. Bifnim means Rishus Hayach, Bechutz means Rishus Harabim. So Gemara has a question. Avos my nihu, Yitzios. What are Avos? The Yitzios, meaning going out from one Rishus, the going out of Rishus to Rishus are two. One for the Ani and one for the Balabais. So what does it mean when the Tana says that they're Arba, that they're four? So Gemara is clarifying its question. If you want to say that when it says four, Mihen Lechiyuv, Mihen Lechiyuv, that it's talking about the, the person who did the Akira and Anacha for the Oni and then for the Balabais also Akira and Anacha. Umihen Tor. And then we're also talking about a case where they were Maitzi, but they did the Akira by itself, <coughs> but they didn't do the Anacha together with the Akira. And this only is a Durabanon. I have all Dumi Demaris Negoimtoni. The Mishnah in Shvuis is setting up. <coughs> That it's similar to Maris Negoim. Ma hosam kulu lechiyuva, af hacha nami kulu lechiyuva. 
In the case of Maris Negoyim, what's Maris Negoyim? Maris Negoyim means the plagues that are on the person. Maris is, is, is the visual plague. So just like in the case by Shuis, both, all four cases are Chiyuva, which means Doraisa. So if we're comparing Shabbos to Maris Negoyim over there in the first mission Shuis, but the difficulty is now that we said by Shabbos, the last two are Dirabanan, as Avram Gedalia said. Why are they Dirabanan? Because the person did not do the complete Akira and Anacha. So that's what's bothering the Gemara now. If you're comparing the two together, compare it correctly. But we're not comparing it correctly. Because in Shvuis over there, that's quoting the case of the, of the Maris Nagarin, the person has Saras, the Saras, all four are the rice. By us over here, you don't have all four of the rice. Only the first two of the rice. So we have the first attempt of an answer now. Elo, Amra Papa Hacho, by Mesech Shabbos, the Iker Shabbos, who, Tanichi Yuvopturi. We discuss cases, different scenarios of a person taking out the rice, because he does the Malach Shlema. And we also discuss scenarios where he's put me the rice, but nonetheless, he's Chaim the Hossam over there in Shuiz, the Lav Eker Shabbos, so that's not the main focus about Shabbos. Chiyuvi Toni, it only mentions the Chiyuvim, Peturei Loi Toni, it does not mention the Peturim. That's why it only mentions the Shteyit Siyas that are Arba. Fine. But the Gemara says, one second, not so fast. Chiyuvah Mainiyah, what is the Chiyuv of Shabbos? Yitziyas, it's the going out from Rishus. To Rishus, one domain to another domain. <coughs> the Yitzias Tarti Havim. The Yitzias are two. The only two. One for the Ani, who does the complete Molacha, like we said, and one for the Baal Bayis, who does the complete Molacha. So then, once we're back to the original question. Why are we saying Shtayin Shein Arba? The understanding is, is that the Arba, the other two, are not the rice at all. The only the Rabbanan. So Gemara says... <coughs> The Maranians is Shtaim the Hitzah that you chayev on them, one for the Ani and one for the Balabais, and Shtaim the Hachnosa that you chayev as well, the Raisa, for the Ani and the Balabais. Okay? So there's two, Gemara wants to say now, you have two going in and going out for the Ani, and two going in and going out for the Balabais, doing the complete act of Molacha. Which would be what? Which would be the rice also. That's what Gemara wants to suggest now. Gemara says, not so fast. That doesn't work either. We said the word Yitzias. What does the word Yitzias mean? Yatsa. What does Yatsa mean? Going out. So, the way we just gave the answer was also coming in. Right? So you can't say going out means coming in. So Gemara says, actually you can because the word yatsa going out has a connotation in our understanding also to mean going out also means coming in. That's the going to answer over here. I voyitsiyasktani. So Amaravashi Tana Hachnasa Nami Haitsa Karile. The town of our Mishnah, when it says Yitsiyas, it also means Hachnasa. And from this that we learn, the right is a proof to what we just said. 
Hamoitzi mirushus lirushus is chayiv. Milo yaskinon de kame ayil mirushus aran lirushus ayachid. Kukari la haitza. Nonetheless, we call it haitza. The Gemara is bringing a first proof to the answer that going out also means coming in by the mere fact that what? That the Mishnah itself and Daf Ein Gimel, the last Malacha of Haitzah, what did it say? The words are Hamaitzi Mirishos Lirishos. One that goes out from one domain to another domain. And then our Mishnah, what does it start talking about? The mission is not talking. One second here. Is the not talking to come that your machnis, your machnis, you're bringing in. Our mission is telling us you're talking. So you see, the word going out also means coming in, and therefore it can answer our question <coughs> that two, that are four is the raisa. The time of my. Mark clarifies, why is it called that Achnasa is called Haitsa? Why is coming in called going out? Anytime you pick up an item from its place, the Haitsa is called that act of it's going out. You pick an item from its place, it's going out from its place. It's going out from its place where it was. Mara says further another proof to this. Amravina Masinami Deka excuse me. Diktani Yitsiois. What does that mission do? It says Yitsiois, it comes Farish Akhnasa Lata. It then starts immediately, Laata means right away, it starts explaining a case of Pasha Ta'anis Yodi Lifnin. Once again, our Mishnah says Yitsias Ashabis, and what does it do? It says Pasha Ta'anis Yodi Lifnim. One second. Yitzia, if Yitzia means only to go out, the mission itself is explaining a case of Achnas, of going in. So the, the Gemara is bringing another proof that you see the word Yitzia means Achnas as well, Shmami no. Rav Amar, Rav says, Roshu is Ketani, that the Tana, when he says Yitzia, he's, he's referring to going out from one Rishus to another Rishus. In other words, Roshu is Shabbos Shtayim. The Rishuyas, the domains of Shabbos are two. There's Rishus HaYachid and there's Rishus HaRabim. And when the person transfers a Chayfetz from Rishus HaRabim, <coughs> there are different four different scenarios of how he's doing this, of Iser. And then there are another four for the person who's outside. There was four inside and four outside. And therefore, we can understand why the Tanda used the word Yitzhiyas, and afterwards we say the cases of Hachnasa because the Tzia means Hachnasa as well. We will stop here and pick up from Banu Beis Amad Beis tomorrow, Mr. Shah.